Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Universes Academy podcast. I'm your host, John Jennings. With me tonight, I have my co-host, Mr. Matt Childress. Matt, how we doing? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Doing good, you know. Uh, HLC is coming, gone. Uh, we all know, you know. Shout out to Kevin Broberg taking yep. it down. Congrats, Congrats. Kevin. Man. Congrats, it down. and to, Rochester. In I was gonna say, and just Rochester in general. They had a really good showing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're they're a really good group of players. So yeah, yeah. Not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Very much, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kevin takes it down with the Chaos Midnight, and um, girl, yeah, I was gonna girl. say you've you've been a, a Chaos Midnight stand for a while, so I'm sure you were uh, happy to see oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and what's really cool is like you know, like I've looked over his list since you know the event ended and all, and like mm-hmm. it's cool to see like so. I was I was playing her in set two is when I really felt like she kind of came into a viability, mm-hmm. um, and then I didn't really mess with her much yet with set three, uh, just where other things I was interested in playing. Not because I didn't think she was any good, I just wasn't sure where she would go, right? How she'd fall. Yeah. Um, but Pippa did, mm-hmm. and Pippa and I played at Nats, um, and Pippa beat the brakes off of me, and I was like, oh, okay, well that's pretty cool. I'm glad another midnight still got some legs, and and then oh she got Kevin, some legs. Yeah, right. And then Kevin was inspired by that Pippa list and worked with Pippa to kind of get it to where he got it. So, like, I can't claim to be the grandfather <laughs> of the deck, but I mean, just, just do it. It's that fine. I wasn't the grandfather of the deck. So it's cool. It's cool. Um, I'm all for it. It was really exciting to see. Uh, yeah. And congratulations to Philip uh, as well. Uh, came in second yeah. playing Air Giro. Congratulations. One of the six Air Giros on day two. Dude, <laughs> the uh everywhere i was gonna say i, I air think Giro, the next k2 yeah it was it was air jiro had the most and then i think it was a tie maybe between eraser head and tokuyami yeah it looks like um, there's like four or so toki or four or so eraser heads and four erasers four. i believe four toko uh What's tokuyamis a yeah. uh, couple of Oswees, maybe maybe just one uh, there's two Oswees yeah, there's, i'm seeing uh and then I kind have, of a, a smattering I, I of a bunch of different two. stuff we, Hakari two had two also, which is kind of cool. Yeah, uh, Toru two, uh, two two All Mights, uh, an Endeavor, uh, Dobby, a couple of Ojiro twos, including uh, Keenan Meadows, friend of the pod, playing Ke- uh, mm-hmm. playing Ojiro two on Earth, and also big congratulations to Keenan. Uh, if you didn't see it, uh, he and Ashley uh, got engaged at the HLC. Yep. So congratulations to you guys. Uh, Way to steal the show, Keenan. <laughs> Everybody was like, this guy won a tournament. But I was going to say, <laughs> I was gonna say Kevin, Kevin may have won the tournament, but I feel like Keenan won the day, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, right? Uh, or Ashley did. I don't know. It yeah. depends on who you think's really, you know, winning out there. Well, she she has won a world championship more recently than Keenan. You're right. So. <laughs> Are you trying to say that, Keenan, if you can't win a world champion, just, just marry one, someone yeah. who can? <laughs> Uh, well, no, 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 that's Keenan Matt's saying that, not me. Uh, but they know I have nothing but love for yeah. both of them. I'm uh, super excited for when them. you guys get rich. Let us know where you get registered. We'll, you know, send you some gifts or something, man. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, and my invite, I'm looking forward to my invite. <laughs> I've known them the whole time. Yeah. We go way back to the day. Um, <laughs> I will say, looking over the, um, the the list of the the top thirty two uh, I I don't not sure where it was originally posted but on UVS Ultra they have a um, there's a listing of them uh, I yeah. I gotta say the the biggest standout to me was in fifth place Cody playing uh, Recovery Girl <laughs> yeah so he's made a few posts about this like on social media stuff since then he's mm-hmm. basically saying he's like hey um, don't play this unless you have untimed rounds like that was mm-hmm. basically his mentality going into it is like yeah. I got untimed rounds I'm gonna play Recovery Girl. Um, hmm. and yeah, I guess he 
figure out a way to make it work for him, you know? Mm-hmm. It's the thing everybody was afraid of, right? So Yeah. Uh but yeah, so I uh and there was also um a death arms. I was happy to see a death arms at uh at day two. I like death arms. It wasn't Tim Keith playing it, was it? No, it was David Pena. Um, okay. Yeah. What? He didn't play Uraraka? I know. Um, oh, he didn't play it off death either. On, it was on Earth. What are you doing? What are you uh, doing? You gave up on your girl too soon. Uh, yeah. What was um? What was? Was there any real big surprises for you? Um, I I, I don't think Kevin Broberg winning is obviously not a surprise. He's a obviously right. great player. Uh, mm-hmm. won several titles and cards. He's got multiple cards, I think. Right. Like multiple character cards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so assets, all that jazz. So, so, so Kevin, um, Kevin winning is, I would say, is not a surprise. Yeah. Well, I mean, so here's the thing: any one of these 32 players could win the event, and like, and this is something that that for anyone who who hasn't played in one of these large tournaments, who's kind of new to MHA, haven't played in a world tournament before or a, a major of some sort, mm-hmm. it just comes down to like you can only get your deck so good, you can only play so well, um, and at some point you just kind of need some some breaks to fall your way. You mm-hmm. know, like sometimes it's just your day, um, sometimes it's not. You know, like, um, and and once you accept that about the game, um, doesn't mean that you just don't prepare and you don't do your best, but you just accept the fact that some days you're going to do your best and you're going to bring your best shot and it's not going to go your way. Other times it will, you know? Um, so given that, um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if any of these guys won, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, like they are in their spot there. Um, and yeah, so congrats to all of them. Um, if I was going to say a deck that kind of surprised me, um, I don't know. Like I hadn't hadn't really studied the list super hard. I was only able to watch off and on over the weekend. Mm-hmm, same. Um, I am kind of uh, intrigued that there is a Earth um, Endeavor two. Mm-hmm. Um, like I like that character. I've actually got him built for our locals this weekend. Okay. Um, I want to test that out a little bit. Um, and then I do like that uh, that Ben Lambright was playing my boy Izuku uh, Midoriya two. Mm-hmm. Um, he played him off a of good. Um, I like the Earth build right now, and apparently I think Ben played the Earth build. On Saturday, maybe. Okay. Um, I feel like that's what Chris was telling me, because uh, Chris played him on Saturday, and I want to say he said it was Earth, but it might not have been. I don't know. But either way, I think he said um, it was Earth. Yeah. Yeah, that, that character's just really cool. I really enjoy that character. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, and I, um, yeah, so I like to see that in there, you know. Um, and you know, known been a long time, so it's good to see him repping something and, and making it up there. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. And uh, that's cool. I will say, I guess, just a quick housekeeping thing. I remember I uh, meant to say earlier. So uh, Chris and I actually did record an episode, kind of like a preview for the HLC, and something happened to the audio when I went to produce it. Uh, so I'm not. I'm gonna try to uh, see if I can fix it, and we'll just put it out as like a lost episode or something like that. Maybe here, like a couple days, see if I can see if I can figure out what happened, see if I can get the audio back to how it's supposed to be, and uh, you can see uh, what all of our predictions were and how right or wrong we were. Uh, mm. um, It'll be new to me also because I wasn't there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can tell you my predictions were not right either. Mm. So mm. I definitely felt like Bird would probably take it down. Um, and, you know, Dan Nelson yeah. got close. Yeah, he did. Uh, unfortunately, he ran into Midnight, which is a terrible matchup for Tokiyama. That's, that's a pretty bad matchup. It's real rough. Um, and I still think he took it to a game three. I could be wrong about that, though. I didn't get to watch that round. They had the other game, the Jiro versus Jiro Mirror going on. And, mm. um yeah, I thought K2 was going to show up, which I guess maybe that's the most surprising thing is that there are no K2s on Sunday. Yeah. Um, um, like, 
I don't know. I mean, these guys all probably played a lot more than I have in the past two months since you know we uh, had Nats, but I, I've played him some locally. I still think he's good. I just don't think he's the de facto best character or even the best Earth character. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've been playing Midoriya too off of Earth, and I really enjoyed that as well. So, um, But I don't think he got that bad to where he shouldn't show up at all. You know, like people bringing out, like I said, like Endeavor off of Earth over K2 off of Earth. That surprised me. That's kind of cool, though. I'd like to see, you know, like to have seen some of that. Or even David bringing out Death Arms off of Earth instead of K2. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I trust that these guys did more testing than me. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, all in all, it seemed like a really fun event. Uh, it seemed like, you know, a lot of the uh, the side events and stuff uh, had good participation. Obviously, they had the set four. I think it was a sealed, technically. I think so. Thing. Yeah, it was yeah. sealed. I don't think it was draft. I think it was sealed. Um, and uh, I guess speaking of set four, we have... I think the entire set revealed at this point, except for plus ultra cards, right? Sounds right. Because um, I think I think just today the quirk pack cards I think came out, right? They well, they were they were they discovered. Were yeah, yeah they they, they, they weren't officially put out by Jasco. Yeah, I think I think TCG player did what TCG players do, which is as soon as they get something, they post it. Like mm-hmm. same thing happened with like the DLC boxes, right? Where it was like, hey, we didn't know who was in DLC two until they posted it on here, and then we were like, oh, cool, it's those four characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So if you if you are interested uh, and haven't discovered it by now and haven't seen, I'm sure they've made the rounds on Discord or other social stuff that the right. the the quirkback cards have been revealed, um, and they're pretty cool. There's some neat stuff going on in there. Uh, yeah, but as far as the set four cards, uh, at the, we we finally have the all the characters now because we didn't have twice. Twice had not been revealed, I believe, yeah, and muscular. Muscular, yeah, yeah. Um, so we got to see both of those. Uh, it's kind of interesting. We have a uh, five and muscular. It's another counters character, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's neat. He's neat. Uh, he gets, uh, I mean, unsurprisingly, he gets big and beefy, right? I'd say he gets swole. <laughs> he gets real swole. And uh, yeah, there's some real unsettling pictures <laughs> on his attacks. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's just just, just the human physique at its best. It is <laughs> his peak human condition. <laughs> <laughs> right. All natural, no steroids. Mm. Like, um, all, all I'm saying is, is Bane would look at this dude and be like, "Dude, let's 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 tamp it down, bro. All right, let's." He's like, let's pump I thought the brakes. Venom was a hell of a drug." Yeah, <laughs> saying nothing about your quirk. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think his character card, where it's like the muscles are slowly coming out of him, I think that looks grosser than the other nah, card nah. art. <laughs> that's like, ugh. look, man, that's just Tuesday night at the gym. All right, that's you know, right. <laughs> this other stuff, like double overhead <laughs> hammer fist. What is? Ugh. I don't see the problem here, man. <laughs> okay. All right. Put it up on the screen for the viewers. They can it's, determine. <laughs> maybe, maybe I watched too much Akira as a kid. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I will say the uh, uh, with, with twice. He has one card. It's called measured violence. And mm-hmm. every, every number on this card is a two except for one. <laughs> right. The control check. Now, granted, it probably it's not good enough to have a two check, but I just think it would have been funny if they had like somehow made the card good enough to ha- have all twos and also warrant a control like a two control check. I don't know. Yeah, it would have to have some crazy ability. Yeah. Um, because the thing is that like that's a delicate balancing act because like being a two difficulty attack means you can just like throw it at the end. Which I'd mm-hmm. like to pause for a moment and point out like we've had a couple of like threes. I think this is the first two mm-hmm. 
but like these like really low difficulty attacks like for example this off of water with prone to dry eyes like you could just throw this out at like the end of a string and it's got weapon on it mm-hmm. and this thing might be coming across for you know an easy what five six damage before anything else like it just comes into play that way yeah um you know if you got some card draw going on but point being like that's not nothing and you know if you throw it on what a six if it's your fifth card i mean you could do that also i mean if you're playing ojiro too it's yeah. got he has water uh yeah you know just uh if it deals damage your next one is plus two plus two so mm-hmm. oh, play that pick it on up do it again like yeah, yeah. i i i'll be interested to see what people do with this card um but these low difficulty attacks like keep your eyes on that guys like mm-hmm. um and Jesco, if you're listening, keep your eyes on that, guys, because <laughs> historically, they know what I'm talking about. There's, there's, there's been situations where they made a few too many three-difficulty attacks that were very playable, mm-hmm. and um, it led to all sorts of weird things happening in the meta. So, Well, I mean, you've got, what, zero-gravity capture from set one that's a three-diff. Mm-hmm. It's a zero-speed, but it does, like, four damage base. Yeah, something like that. Um, and now you have measured violence. You have the uh, three-diff from uh, Eraserhead 2. Mm-hmm. That also pumps, yeah. Where it is, yep. yeah. So like, you got some things here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the ones that come to mind immediately. There might be one or two others somewhere else. I don't remember, but uh, uh, yeah, none come, uh, none come to mind immediately. But yeah, yeah. I, I do like those kind of those those low those low diff attacks because yeah. it's also like you don't feel bad like poking because like sometimes you like you draw like, a, like you draw your cards and like ah like I kind of want to like poke and try to get in there, but the only card I have is a five diff. Well, we got mm-hmm. three foundations. Probably shouldn't do this just because if I check a three, it's real bad. <laughs> right. This is not where I parked my car. Yeah. yeah. It, just, it just lets you be a little greedier, which it's always fun. Look, it just it just reminds me of the uh, the cami support from way back in the day that you used to like to play all the time. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's a three diff that makes your opponent discard a card. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, no, that was a one diff attack. <laughs> There you go. See, <laughs> it was it was a one diff attack. You played with uh, Adon and Legendary Blake. Mm-hmm. So you just put stats on everything. So you're like, oh, I've discarded your entire hand, and here's a one diff attack that does only does two damage base. But you know, I'm just piling stats Doesn't on matter. it. Doesn't yep. matter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like like anything with stacking damage pumps, mm-hmm. like floating ones of any sort, or just free reusable ones. Like these kind of cards can become a problem. Yeah. So yep. Um, it'll be interesting. What about you now that we've seen like the whole set? Are there any cards that you, you're like, oh man, I can't wait to like slam this or any characters you're like, I gotta try this character first? Um, so I mean I am still really hyped for the new All Might. Uh and that's just like the fanboy in me, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he, I think he's got some cool abilities going on. Um and much like everyone at the HLC, Shigaraki three seems yeah. really cool as yep. well. Um I think all for one will make a splash. Like he seems good and viable. Yeah, I'm sure someone will figure out something there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think Dobby could be something. You know, like he's just kind of all in derpy aggro, and I, I do kind of love that style of play sometimes. So mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll probably list him up, maybe build him. But yeah, like I um I don't know the characters. It's hard to choose um, immediately because like I also then look at like, the old characters. Like uh, there's a new uh, Midoriya attack, and I saw it and I was like, wait, this has earth on it. Oh man, I'm going to windmill slam that into my earth Midoria two deck, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, resolute, resolute rush down. down. Yep. Yeah. yeah cards so real six, good. Yeah. It's a six to three check five high for six mm-hmm. echo punch. And it says enhance. If you have zero cards in hand, draw a card. Mm-hmm. So man, I'm going to play this with Midoriya. I'm going to, you know, 
empty out my hand, use my, um, you know, one with nature's, and this thing's going to be unblockable. It's going to come across for nine to ten damage, and then I'm going to echo it, and I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to draw a card. Mm-hmm. You know, like, my, ooh, ooh, this card is going to just end some lives. Just It's also a total <clears throat> sick-ass picture, right? Yeah. It is cool. It is cool. <laughs> so, yeah, like, there's things like that that kind of get me more excited. I'm like, oh, dude, I can update this deck with this new card. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. There's, there's some cool stuff. What about you? Anything in particular that's immediately caught your eye that you're like, I got to play this? Uh, I'm really interested in Twice and Shigaraki. Uh, the the Shigaraki, he just seems so like so difficult to play against, I feel like. Yeah, he's he's mean. He, he seems, he's like, I feel like there's not going to be a whole lot of middle ground with that Shigaraki. It's either going to be like we're all overvaluing it and somehow it's not as good as we think it is. Or it's just as good as we all think it is, and he's going to be a powerhouse of a deck. I'm yeah, leaning I towards mean, that one. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think it's just a matter of figuring out how to survive with him, right? Yeah, because he's um, only got 19 health. Right, right. And he doesn't have anything that makes it so they don't attack him. Like, yes, yes. he can give the, the once per game, and yes, he can he can minus one it when it really matters. Mm-hmm. So it's not that he doesn't have any defense. I'm not saying that. But he doesn't, like reduce speed on his face right he doesn't mm-hmm. negate an attack on his face um he's going to require some solid build turns and like you're saying some poking and then he's going to be live man i i honestly am not convinced this character's not just a, an amazing mill character just sits back and just mills you out of the game hmm mill characters you say mm-hmm. oh yeah mm. yeah he is that that make them check a five thing is very real yeah, that that's like the because uh, it's not just it's not just like with present Mike two where it was only your attacks. He's just every attack. He's like, look, man, let's just let's just keep going. Let's keep going. Hey, you want to keep attacking me? Let's keep going. I don't know how that's not a thing. Like, why does that not say his turn? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but man, <laughs> it doesn't. So you best get ready for it, boys. Yeah. Anytime you play an attack, guess what? Check another five. Because mm-hmm. even when you check them, you're still losing because you lost another card, and you're probably not going to check that five now for your next attack. You're yeah, as I was say, it's trees. it's you're gonna be real sad. It's either yeah, I mean it's 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 just a win 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 win, right? Like oh, they checked a three, they got an attack off the top of their deck. Maybe they were going to try to draw a card or something. Well, that's gone. Right. Or they had a five on top, and so they were going to try to play another attack. Well, that's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I drew it's, cards. It's gonna so, be real yeah. good, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm really interested in checking out that uh, that Shigaraki, uh, and Twice just seems fun because he's like doing the Echo stuff. His his support seems fun, and he's just kind of a funny, quirky character. Uh, yeah, his his character like his his the art on his card is cool. I like the the green and purple swirls and stuff. I think that'd be a really cool XR. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think Twice is neat. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'll be interested to see his character ability is is kind of strange. You know, mm-hmm. like this idea of you playing the same thing. Or something with the same name twice, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I do, I like it from a thematic standpoint. I'll be interested to see how consistent it is in in application. Um, and it does seem like he has some cool cards that kind of help him with that. Like you said, Echo goes a long way for it, right? Because mm-hmm. technically, you play the card a second time, um, so that anytime he plays an Echo, it's getting plus two plus two on the second attempt, right? Yep. Um, so I don't know. I think it could be cool. Yeah, and he's like, you know, he has also a character stacker, so that's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, being able to consistently have the, like if you don't play if it's not an echo attack that you're playing, being able to consistently make sure it's a second copy of a card or something like that, being a six hander, that's kind of a little bit more difficult, just because right. you're seeing fewer cards in general. Uh, but he does yeah. have you know he's got good he's got some water so he's got some card draw stuff going on. 
Yeah, when he has finger guns, like it's mm-hmm. clearly designed to try to solve that problem, right? The the twice or not twice response, the uh, response commit after you play an attack, add it to your hand. Mm-hmm. So technically, then you play it the first time. The game recognizes that. Then you commit this, pick it up, and you play it a second time. So it comes in with plus two, plus two. Yep. Like that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a unique foundation. Um, so. Yeah. A six check though, so he's gonna I was going to say, look, it, it, it is a unique foundation with a six check and a good block. Where have I seen this before? Yeah, that's I, true. I, I don't think it's court. I'm not saying this is like coordinated effort strong. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah. well, all right, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, let's, let's try it a second time. We'll see how it works out. Yeah. Uh, oh, a second time? Uh-huh. <laughs> Twice? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, But so... Uh, I guess also one of the things Chris and I talked about in the, the last episode was the uh, the roadmap video, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, sure. I, I won't respill everything I, I said because I'm gonna I'm gonna try to try to re- salvage my own words there. But Matt, what were your thoughts, reactions to the roadmap video? Um, yeah, I kind of have mixed feelings about it. Like, I think it's awesome that they told us, hey, we're gonna have RLEs in these places, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if I remember correctly, in the video, they said they're only going to do two seasons this year instead of three. So mm-hmm. that kind of sucks. But I guess it's probably just two longer seasons, um, which makes me wonder if they're going to correspond with set releases. Because that's kind of how the seasons went last time, is they were plus or minus a few weeks from a set release. Um, so hopefully that doesn't mean we're getting fewer sets this year, because they were also talking about like set five, I think they were talking about in the mm-hmm. video also. Like, yeah, set five is going to come out and this and another. And um, they're talking about how it's not going to have... You know, uh, first edition is just going to be one standard edition or whatever. So, um, you know, that's the thing, I guess. But anyway, um, the roadmap, like, I mean, like, griping from a personal standpoint, there were, like, none of those events that I can make it to outside, like, maybe the online one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of feels bad to know, like, hey, here's the events for the first six months, and you can't play in any of them. Yeah. But they also, what I think would have so- softened that blow would be if they told us more about this whole store championship stuff. Like... It, we did we did store provisionals towards the end of last year, like Octoberish or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they're just store provisionals, and that's fine, um, and that's how we're gonna get provisional promos from now on, and you can just have them in your store. But like, what are the requirements? How many people do you have to have? How many can you run? You know, like, is it once a month? Is it like every like one a season? Like, what is it? You know? And they talked about how those are how you're supposed to get to Nats, like, I'll just be honest. I hate the idea of Nats being invite only. Yeah. I think that's stupid. Yep. Like, like even further, I think it's stupid because what they gave out at Nats this year was trash. Mm-hmm. Like your entry, your prizes were trash. Those promos literally don't sell for anything. Mm-hmm. Even further, I went, I played in teams, got top three in teams on Sunday and I played through all nine rounds and I didn't leave with a play set of all four cards. Yeesh, yeesh. Right. And now you're going to tell me I have to grind my way to get into that event? That's trash. Yeah. So if you're going to make... I'm sorry, go ahead. I know, I was just saying, like, it, it, it also feels bad to, like, in the same breath, say, hey, thanks for coming out, making this the greatest, the biggest event in person we've ever had. Also, we're going to gatekeep it harder now. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, we want the game to grow, but we don't want everyone to be here for it. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make sense. Um and, you know, like, even for me as a spectator, like, I wasn't that hyped for the HLC. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that I have a whole bunch of friends who were playing in it, mm-hmm. I probably would have forgotten it was even happening. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't go to it. And I love traveling for events. And I and I go yeah. to Worlds anytime that I can, you know? And it's it just, 
I don't know. I don't think making events invite only solves anything unless it's just capacity. Like you just don't want to get big enough venues and you don't want them to become multi-day events or whatever, you know, yeah. uh, like I get, it solves that issue. It, it, but it I don't does. think it's kind of, I don't think it, yeah, but I don't think it adds like value to anything there. Like for example, the promos they got for the ATLC, I'm just going to say it. Those are trash also. Because it was you just reprints three, of the, the, three uh, the RLE regional characters. characters. Yeah, with an additional stamp on them. That's mm-hmm. trash. I'm sorry. Like yeah. that, What that reeks up to me is that we weren't ready for this. And like you hyped up the HLC all year long. And I get the money is the real reason people were there. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to go into the pay structure of the payouts, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying like gatekeeping things more um, and not explaining how you're going to get there feels really bad it does feel bad um, and that's something that chris and i had talked about as well it's like it's one thing if you want to say hey we're doing this based on the store championship but like you said but then also there's no information as to what else is behind this so we just so it just leaves us to speculate wildly and you know as card players we're obviously gonna you know we're we're, we're, we're uh inclined to think the worst and be pessimistic about everything right <laughs> so, right right well, so like, we're just gonna come up with like the own worst worst thoughts of like what what this means and and, you know, in actuality, like probably, yeah, there will be enough of like anybody from your store who's like good enough to actually go to one of these things and win. There'll probably be, you would hope, enough opportunities to win a store championship or something. Or even if it's you don't have to win it, maybe you just have to like make well, top two or top three or four or something. But we have no well, idea. Like, we have literally no idea. Right. And like it's different if you're saying like, hey, Nats is going to be invited only, but we're inviting 500 people. Yep. So I'm saying like, like that's a totally different conversation. Like if you set the amount that you're inviting to more than you've ever had attend the event, mm-hmm. that's a totally different conversation. But odds are, given the one invite only event you have done, mm-hmm. it was 32 people. I'm willing to wager, let's just say you double it, right? The 64. And it's 64. Yeah. You know, it's a 64 person tournament. And that way you can have your, your top cuts and then just have top cuts on day two, right? Um, instead of what they did for the HLC. But point being is that we just don't know enough. And like, I don't think pitching that just as a general idea without the supporting information gets people excited about it. Does yeah. That make sense? And yeah, I think no. that's what that video was intended to do was to get people excited about the new year. Mm-hmm. And I had an adverse reaction to that information. I was like, Oh, awesome. Because I mean, I'm an adult. I got other life obligations and mm-hmm. I get that they're not making the card game just for me. I'm not no. advocating that they are, but um, I have played it for a very long time and competed and traveled to a lot of things. And I would like to still be able to, go to these events and like i'm sorry i'm not going to the hlc to sit on the sidelines and play inside events yeah the the, if I, the if I scrub out whatever i'll play an inside event but yeah you know, like i want um, to try i guess i will say the one thing that i don't know that was advertised about the hlc was the prize wall or whatever which apparently they had you could redeem for like old rle promos so like rle mm-hmm. one promos you could get copies of and honestly yeah. for like the hlc competitors i bet you they would have all said hey can i get some electric jolts instead of these characters can i get some yeah, zero grav lifts some special why, sounds? why didn't they all get like a set of those you know what i'm saying like if they clearly have extras of them why didn't they get sets? why didn't they get champion copies or contender copies or whatever of the character cards and stuff that they gave out for provisionals and all these others are like like sweeten that pot you know like mm-hmm. i don't know it's just I do like if the I idea walk- of the the prize wall though. Like bring that to like to the in person RLEs or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, I well, so like, no, you're good. They they did that um, in worlds in the past. They would have like basically like oh, okay. carnival games you could play on the side, mm-hmm. and you would get tickets or you could win boxes and other mm-hmm. things like that. Right. And, and like and that's a very Vegas thing. Yeah. Um, so they kind of lean into that, and that's really cool, and it is a lot of fun. 
Um, and you know, like that's awesome. And I hope everyone who went had a great time. Everyone I've talked to who went had a great time, you know, so like, I'm, I'm, I don't want this to seem like I'm just poo pooing on the idea, but specifically talking about the roadmap, mm-hmm. there yep. wasn't a lot that got me excited, you know? Yeah. Um, it's great that they have a plan that does get me excited. I would like to, to and I know they're trying to, you know, space out the information and kind of, mm-hmm. they have their own, own timeline for when they want to distribute that sort of stuff. But, um, as is, I was not uh, immediately like, oh, yes, finally, you know? Yeah, and I think that was my biggest takeaway. Like, it, it was a video of a lot of cool ideas, but it was all like, we, we have an announcement to say that we're going to have more announcements later because there were no, right. there weren't really, like, the RLE 1 dates, or not RLE 1, but the first set of RLEs, I think those dates had already been released, right? So those were kind of a known commodity going into that video, yeah, it's, there, there was some poster stream or something that they, they had posted on once before. Mm-hmm. I think, so, oh, one of the webcam Wednesdays or something like that they did. Yeah, so, so that really wasn't new information. I don't even remember if they actually mentioned the dates in that video. But it was a lot of like, mm-hmm. hey, here's like generic general things we're going to do. And it's kind of like, well, when are you going to do them? And what's the surrounding information? And we didn't get any of that. So that's like, right. like you said, it's like, okay, cool. We just know there's going to be sets and events. We Guess what? Guess what I knew last year? There are going to be sets and events. Right. Right. It was a well-produced video. It was, yeah. The, the, and it and was, Ty did a great job anchoring it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. There was, and, a lot, there was a lot of good and, in the video. Yeah. And, and and Paul and Luan both did mm-hmm. a great job. Like, And I do appreciate them getting in front of everyone and kind of being there and, yeah. and presenting themselves to the community. I think that's all great. Um, I think that's something that the, that will only benefit that them more and more uh, because – you know, even if it's not being totally transparent, like we're complaining about of not knowing all the information, mm-hmm. it is good for people who don't know them, who haven't gotten to go to events to see, sure hey, enough, these yeah. are the guys who are in the game. They're mm-hmm. they're totally just, you know, normal gamers like me. You know, like I think that's a wise decision on their behalf. So Yeah, just just in the future, give us give us more details if you're gonna like reduce event capacity. We need we need to know how we're getting there, like quickly. Right. <laughs> Right, because we like, still because yeah. we still don't know. They still haven't really right. said. Yeah, it's been been a couple weeks, right, or a little over a week or more, and uh, still no yeah. no additional information. Which they were all traveling, I'm sure, from the HLC mm-hmm. and hosting that big of an event takes a lot out of you. So it does. Um, but but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's that's kind of to be determined. Mm-hmm. It's like in the short term, I'm excited about set four. I think there's a lot of cool stuff going on with set four, and I'm excited to get into you know locals and stuff with set four and see what we're going to do and have fun with those cards. Um, Big picture, who knows? Yeah, well, and and I do think the idea of what they were kind of trying to drive home, which is like, we want the competitive scene to start at your locals. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea. I think the more things you can do to support local communities, the better the game is. Mm -hmm. Because... You know, like as you know, like our local scene, it's it's hard to get people to come and play. Like like even just trying to coordinate schedules and find a day or two where mm-hmm. we can play, it's it's challenging. Um, but like if you're giving up better and better rewards and enticing people more and more to come to those, then I think that could benefit you because it gets them in the stores, they buy more stuff, they have a better collection. You know, they were really trying to push sealed play. Um, so they even came out with additional sets of promos mm-hmm. just for sealed play support, you know, like the alternate arts there. Mm-hmm. Um, the extra credit ones or whatever, like that's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I, um, I do think that more information about the store level stuff in particular will then kind of snowball into it. And to be fair, we had the same questions and concerns last year We did as yep. organized play started up and, you know, like they're, they're clearly pivoting to something new. You know, one of the things that I was curious about is like in that video, they did not mention the $250,000 prize pool again. 
They and did not. I feel like that's something that you definitely want to still focus on. Like, yeah, we'll be back. We'll still have this going on. And they just kind of didn't talk about it. So I'm I'm curious if that's still happening or not, because that's a lot of money. It you know, is. And I'm sure that was a big... walked away with six figures. I saw the check. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, just forever in the same place, at the same time, Broberg, dinner's on you. That's all I'm saying, right? You know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like that, and I'm sure that was a huge enticement for people to play the game. It's like, oh, I already yeah. like this game, but also there's this tournament where I can win a hundred thousand dollars plus. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll check this out. See if I'm see right. what's worth investing right. time and effort into. Anyway, further, we didn't even know the payout scale mm-hmm. until you know what, what a month or so before, if um, that two months maybe. Yeah, like it's not. It was not long. So mm-hmm. point being, people got into the game under the idea of this payout. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? And then once they saw it. They probably happy, not happy, whatever. Another mm-hmm. conversation, but they were already committed, and and I think you did entice some really good um, players to the game because of that, mm-hmm. and even for the, just like some other people who maybe were playing other card games competitively, but they came over to our card game now, and now they're part of that community and they love the community. But like, if they're not able to win their money, I mean, is it worth traveling to all these events and do that other sort of stuff? Like, you got to make it worth their while. Yeah, so we'll see. And there's always a shiny new thing as far as card games coming out, right? Like, what are you doing to make to be in the forefront of everybody at the at that store's mind? Like, oh, I've got to like keep up with set four. I got to keep up with set five, so I can know, like, so I can have my shot ready for the HLC or Worlds or whatever. Right. When it's that delicate balancing act, also, like, you don't want to oversaturate your own consumers, right, and give more products than they can possibly keep up with. Mm, But at the same time, don't tell that to Hasbro. Yeah, you need that steady drip though, still, right? Like, like where there is something around the corner where they're kind of excited about it, whether that's spacing out DLCs in between sets or um, what's that other thing? The uh, the class box class thing or reunion. whatever. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, yes. like those sort of products to just have sprinkled in between sets to kind of like keep them interested, introduce a couple new cards kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It'll. It'll be interesting to see what happens over the course of the year because um, we got set four. We know when that's coming out. Yep. We know set five is coming out this year. Mm-hmm. That's about it as far as product. Yep. Um, I kind of yeah. I, I kind of would have expected there to be something mentioned about set six mm-hmm. in that video if they were really going to try to make it this year. But I really can't see there only being two sets this year at the same time. Only going to be two seasons. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yes. I think I think three is the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. I think a new set every four months is is a good pace to maintain. And if you introduce like a DLC in the middle between those or some other product that introduces a few new cards, mm-hmm. it gives people time to get it. The the meta by the time the end of that four months, it'll be pretty well established and then it'll get fresh again. Yeah. Um, so that's that's exclusively the the Matt Childress theory on how you should release CCGs mm-hmm. with my extensive Data and research, <laughs> being my own consumer habits. <laughs> yeah, yeah yes. I was like, you, you know who else agrees with the uh, only three sets a year? Uh, my wallet, my bank account. <laughs> right, right, right. My disposable income. <laughs> yeah, which is not a lot. <laughs> yeah, please don't put out four or five. I can't oh keep God. up. Yeah, I have a problem. Yeah, it's it's like that weird thing where it's like I don't want there to only be two sets because then that's bad for the game in general. It's bad for the life of the game because it creates, like you said, stagnation. You don't want mm-hmm. more than three, though, because then I just can't afford it. And I'm just going to have to wait on, like, all right, this set came out. All right, I got to wait. Now I can buy all the cards I wanted from the other set from the last set because all the prices are going right. to drop, hopefully. Right. You just got to 
gotta hope that like you said the market the secondary market saturated like all right cool can give me some some rares and ultra rares on the cheap cheap mm-hmm. chrome rares in every set guys <laughs> yeah for real uh, just just tank those prices baby mm-hmm. the market has done since flooded and, mm-hmm. and it is deep 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 underwater at this point <laughs> yeah um well, I'm trying to think. There really hasn't been, obviously, a whole lot of news. The biggest uh, news and everything was the HLC uh, coming back from that. And uh, we're a month at this point, I think, from set four. So yeah, you have seals in two or three weeks, right? Yeah, pre-releases will be, I think, in like three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that'll be cool. And clearly the people who went to Worlds got their hands on cards. And like both the Secret Rares got spoiled now because, mm-hmm. you know, or previewed or shown or i don't know what you call them at this point because they're in people's hands yeah. um but you know like you got some cool stuff going on there so um i'll be interested to see how the hype around set four now that it's all been shown uh, almost a month ahead of time mm-hmm. like if it, it can continue that momentum because you know all the other times you know like set one we didn't even know there were secret rares right and then we get them and like whoa what's this card and there was like hype around that online right yeah and then it was chrome rares in set three um i guess that two didn't really have anything super hype about it outside of the fact it was just a second set so it was just expanding and adding in new characters and stuff so mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know i mean the set looks good i mean like there's a lot of cool stuff i'm glad the villains are kind of getting their time to shine you know yeah um because this, this anime has and the story has some really cool villains mm-hmm. um and they're, they're they're actual characters so i'm glad they're actual characters in the game as well yeah I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, and I'm also excited for, a, I would think, the return of more playable secret rares on the topic of secret rares. Oh, man. Yeah, Hold Hostage is a hell of a card. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if, if y'all don't know, just 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 go ahead and know. I mean, it's sure, it's five diff action. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. But it is it is a hell of a card. It's going yeah. to disrupt all kinds of turns and all sorts of kill attempts. And Oh, man. Just removing cards from your opponent's hand on their turn. Seems, yeah, uh, well, and also seeing good. their whole hand. Uh, also seeing it, yeah. Yeah, like, now granted, this card sits in your card pool, right? So, like, you're going to do this on their first attack. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's going to become this weird, like, cat and mouse game of, like, trying to bait out their hold hostage once you know they're playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like Zero uh, One's ability, where you're just kind of hoping the whole time they don't use it at that exact perfect moment, mm-hmm. but somehow they always do. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, um, it's going to be similar, which by the way, Sarah can run this cause he has a uh, void on him, but, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think this card is, is going to be really cool to see how it comes in and how it disrupts things because, um, that's what it's designed to do is to, to mess up those offensive kill turns. So like if they got the perfect block zones or they just snipe out that one card that they couldn't perfect block, you know, and then they're like, all right, good luck. That card's gone for good, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even if they pull it off, they have to destroy a foundation. Um, to add the remove card to the hand. Now, it doesn't have to be ready. That is worth pointing out. They can destroy a committed foundation. Mm-hmm. But they still got to lose a, a resource. So Yeah. Ah, I'm, just, I'm excited for the set. I'm excited to get these cards. I'm excited to play Spinner because I want to play some weapons and put stats on cards. I like doing that. That's fun. Oh, yeah. And play just to play his ridiculous giant attack of this, just all this, the stupid blades it, together. Is, isn't it called like just giant sword or something like that? It's something ridiculous. Yeah. I don't remember something along those lines, big honking sword or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh, if, if that were the actual title, that would be amazing. It is. Really it's just really big, big really big sword, really big sword. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not big honking sword. All right. <laughs> 
You heard it here first, guys. You can call that card Big Honkin' Sword from now on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that card's nuts. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I, I, what I guess I'm excited all about also is like it seems like there's some some ones and two checks, but, mm-hmm. but their power level seems to be going up. You know, like uh, yeah. where you, these cards are probably going to find their ways into decks. And like, you know, clearly Jiro was running rampant with sound waves, right? That's a two check that earns that two check. But it doesn't, it itself enables ending games. It doesn't end the game, right? Mm-hmm. These cards might just end games. Like they are beefy. And um, yeah, I'll. I'll be interested to see how this how this plays out. Like, are we about to get into a meta that's like super fast, where it's like, all right, these these attacks, I just draw these and I go, and you're you're done. You know, like you got Dobby just sitting here casually adding three damage to everything. Like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, maybe, right? <laughs> yeah, Dobby Dobby's never thrown an attack that doesn't do at least seven damage. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and then you got Muscular, who's just gonna again, much like Nomo, who's just gonna pump stats on cards. Just oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's got that cool mechanic also where it's like he can build things down like from his card pool. Yeah, that, um, that I guess that's also another thing I forgot about Muscular that I like a lot is that oh you want to flood my card pool? Cool, I build it down. I build it down. Yeah, well, and like he um he also just goes and like for him his face does something along that lines, doesn't it? Like that's can, what I'm saying. His response after you take damage from an unblocked attack, you take a face down card from your card pool and build it. Oh, I thought it was just you take a foundation from your card pool and you build it face down. No, response, after you take damage from an unblocked attack, build one card in your card pool face down. So so it it doesn't even have to be No, yeah, it it just, when you build it, it just goes face down. So it could be like a face up anything in your card pool. It just goes face down. Yeah, yeah, Hmm, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's better than I thought it was. Yeah, it's like, ha, suck it, Mineta 2. Yeah. Well, because I know his foundations, like he has things that like his foundations has cost. They, like, they, they put up or something like that. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like maybe he adds that in, reduces some speed or damage mm-hmm. off blocks or blocks, gets a counter, builds that thing back down. Like he's going to have some cool stuff to him. Oh, for sure. For sure. Just so unsettling to look at. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get the XR version of it and I'm just going to put it on the back or I'm just gonna no. I'm gonna get clear sleeves. That's even better. I'm gonna get clear sleeves. I'm just gonna put every normal muscular on the back, and that'll be my mm. card art for my sleeves. Yeah, just just for you, John. It's diabolical, Matt. Diabolical. <laughs> well, on on that mental image, uh, I think I'm gonna call it on this episode. <laughs> uh, well, guys, if you haven't checked it out, make sure to, to like and subscribe. Do all the algorithm things. Leave us comments below. Also. Um, check out our website. Uh, I'm still in the process of updating it because they kind of did this huge dump of like a whole bunch of characters really quickly. Huge uh, dump. But yeah. um, but I'm updating that you know as I can with all the characters, some bios, all their support cards. We, it has been updated to reflect all of your um, HLC metadata. So you can kind of look at that and see where the game's currently at between mm-hmm. Nationals and the HLC. Um, so definitely check out universesacademy.org if you haven't already. And then of course, like and subscribe and do all the algorithm things down below. We appreciate it. Do them. And have a great week. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. guys. We love you. Bye. Bye. Got a new monitor for Christmas. Big time in now.